Oh boy, welcome to another episode of Two Player Split Screen, your weekly video game podcast about all things video and games. That's that's right, right? <laughs> or, uh, the video's part of it, so... It, I mean, yeah, it, technically, technically I'm right. Uh, when as you all, said it's like videos, it sounds like we're reviewing old Best Buy VHS movies. We, okay, new podcast idea. Scratch oh. this one, 16 episodes in, forget it, we're done, we're starting over. Awesome. Good. So I was at my local Blockbuster today, nope. and I rented nope. a treat. Shut up. I'm not serious about that. Uh, as always, I'm one of your dumb hosts, Tyler Berry, uh, sitting right in front of me, uh, locking eyes with me currently, is my co-host, Blake Schultz. Hey, guys. Was that a scrub? Yeah, yep. that's a Scrubs bah. reference. All right, for the nine other people who watched that show besides you and me, I'm, I feel like more than nine people watched Scrubs. I mean, it didn't get the greatest ratings. No, but it made it a that's good true. while, and it's been on Netflix for a while now. Right. And it's on, and it's in syndication on like twelve channels. Right. So, eh, you're right. Uh, so we got a lot to get to today, uh, nonsense uh, included. So let's uh, let's go ahead and start off with uh, some Amiibo stuff, man. So what do you got? You got, uh, you got some stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, so they did the big uh, Best Buy, I guess, mostly. It may have been more. Uh, restock today, I believe mostly on the East Coast and the West Coast was starting to trickle in a bit. But they did a huge restock on Nintendo's Twitter account where they announced it of five characters, Little Matt, Greninja, Lucario, Shulk, and Marth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great. So, the, but the really interesting thing about it to me was that three of those five characters were exclusives, and it seems as though that's been lifted. And at first, I thought maybe those retailers were just getting their characters back, but from pictures I'm seeing, mostly at Best Buy, they're getting just an abundance of Marths and Shulk Greninja, everybody. So it seems like the exclusive contract has either ended or something else has happened in the restock framing. Um, but it's really exciting. It's really good that we're getting those restocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are really happy. I know all five of those were characters that people had a hard time getting. Uh, my big question right now uh, for you or for the listener, or for the consumer would be, does this kind of make everything better? Is everybody getting happier? Or is this a good strategy to just every fi- every so often be like, Here's five characters that were out of print. Go get them. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that confuses me is why even bother with exclusives to begin with, like each wave. Like, if if things like this are just going to happen, which I think is great, why why bother have exclusives at all? It's not like it's not like this Tomb Raider situation where like uh, where Xbox is getting it an entire year before PS4 is getting it. It's like what. Little Mac was well. Little Mac, Little was Mac wasn't everybody. exclusive. Who was exclusive of that list? Uh, Shulk, Greninja, Lucario. Yeah. Okay, so Shulk came out in May. Yeah, or no, Wave Three. So Shulk came out in Wave Three, and it's now the end of Wave Five, and he's already out non-exclusive. Yeah, exclusively. I, I guess I just if we're doing that, which is cool. I guess I just don't see the point of continuing with exclusives at all. Yeah, and I don't know a lot about the like the inside baseball of what's going on or how the contracts are laid out. It's possible that just for like when it was new, they wanted to drive the product to their respective store or however they worded it. But it's also possible that Nintendo maybe just went, a lot of people aren't happy about this and we're done. 
Like there wasn't a lot of like we obviously almost never get to see the like inside dealings and phone calls and no. emails of what's going on. Um, but it, it seems like either those contracts have expired, Nintendo bought them out of them, or they were, or they just stopped, or they had a stipulation that it was like once a certain shipment was through and then it was done. I was gonna say what it's like. It'd be weird if they they had six month contracts with. Well, because they also weren't retailers. They also weren't planning restocks because when they discontinued Villager, Wii Fit Trainer, and Marth to begin with, they were like, this is how it's going to be. Some of them show up and then we're done. Um, And Nintendo themselves have said several times, we didn't anticipate how popular this is. Um, So it's, I mean, it's possible like a six month contract is weird, but I mean, however it works is how it works. And it seems like that's how it's showing up. Okay. Um, I mean, that's, that's totally fair. It just seems like, it just seems kind of redundant at this point to keep the exclusives going if if it looks like we're going to be seeing them pop up at other retailers eventually yeah. as long as uh, the demand keeps up the way that it's keeping up, right. which it doesn't seem... It, it, there's no indication of it slowing down right now. Yeah. And we'll see after the Smash Wave, because like we've said before, that's just so many characters that I can't see a like Zelda wave exploding quite the same way because they've already knocked out four of those main characters yeah um i was thinking it's sort of like i think uh i think the animal crossing wave like how how those do is gonna be yeah. like the indication of if like the the ma- the demand is gonna continue to to stay up uh to increase or if we're starting to like hit a plateau well the cards are doing well right now yeah they are they're they're definitely hard to find and they're like 14 bucks for one pack on amazon right now and they're random Mm -hmm. and that's just a whole did you buy any no yeah neither did i well Um, yeah you right you don't like air crossing that much yeah no um, I was thinking about buying a pack but i wasn't gonna pay more than retail for them i was curious to see but eh. yeah um but they did announce the second wave for Animal Crossing's figures with right, Mr. Rossetti right. and a few others. I'm very excited um, about that, actually. And if I get any from Animal Crossing, it's Mr. Rossetti. Yes. He was my favorite uh, part of those great. games. Um, but so that's really fun. But going back to the exclusives, we also know that the Me Fighter pack right. is going to be exclusive to Toys R Us. Right, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, you, you alerted me to it a few hours before we started recording that... Uh, that it actually showed up at a couple Toys R Us's in Oklahoma just was already like on the shelves. Even way though ahead of schedule. I don't believe they're supposed to... Did I see something like it's not supposed to be until November 1st? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, we're like 25 days in advance. That's, that's either just an employee not caring at all or just a massive oversight from the stores. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't it, just... Was it just one store it or was seemed, it multiple? I only saw the one picture oh, from okay. Oklahoma, just, so it's not like it was an epidemic. Okay, maybe it, it was, was just the one store then. Yeah. It but was still. A, enough for somebody to get a picture, put it on Reddit, and it to travel through the Amiibo channels. It's interesting that they even have them in the stores four weeks in advance, though. Yeah, and I was curious, because he's supposed to come with Falco, so my first thought was kind of like, are there already Falcos showing mm, up, too? That would be cool. Um, but the important thing is that the stock seems to be good for it. Really? Like it, it, the picture I saw had like seven or eight with, which if the, uh, retro three pack is any indication, the stock for this will be just fine and dandy. Cause that thing is abundantly everywhere. You can't go to, 
I went to a GameStop the other day just to peek in, and I walked in being like, I wonder where their Amiibo section is. And before I even saw it, there were just 10 behind the counter stacked up, and then another, like, six on their rack. And I was like, okay, I guess that's the one that we're going above and beyond for. Um, That's okay. It works for me. I wanted all those characters, so I was really glad that they were not hard for me to get. Yeah, super. I almost wish I just waited for the stores and not had paid GameStop's like $5 shipping fee. Um, but it seems so it seems like the exclusive and a lot of the stock problems are kind of going by the wayside, which is good because I was getting really tired of a lot of the like huge animosity, which as we had talked about before wasn't entirely Nintendo's fault, but it kind of was. There was a lot of there was a lot of disconnect between yeah. Nintendo and the fans and it, it it bordered on the disrespectful. So, I'm glad they're they're at least starting. They're. It looks like they're getting their act together. Yeah. And they're making, they're making a lot of these amiibo a lot more readily available, which yeah. is good. And now, if only they could give me a Robin and Lucina reprint because those are still the two that I don't own. I imagine that's up next. I would hope so because I need them. Yeah, I, I would imagine because we saw, who was the first big restock? I think Marth was the first big restock to show up with Wave Four. And then Target all of a sudden got like We Fit Trainer Marth, both of their exclusives back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Falcon started showing up a ton, and now we now we're kind of into the wave two of everybody. We've had a Meta Knight restock before, right. so I imagine that Robin and Lucina will probably come because the next one is small. The next one is Falco, the Me Fighters. and I believe Mewtwo, and even those well, might be staggered a bit. Yeah, I mean, and you know. For the uh, Smash and, Wave. And the Animal Crossing. For the Smash Wave. The Smash Wave is small. Yeah. Um, Do, you know, I, th- I was thinking about this earlier because we were just talking about the uh, the Shovel Knight Plague Knight DLC. Has there been any update on the Shovel Knight Amiibo? He's showed up for pre-order on a few um, non-American Amazon channels. So he okay. showed up for pre-order on like the Italian Amazon and the Dutch or uh, the German one. Okay, so then um, kind of no. Kind of no. Yeah. Nothing. I don't trust some of those. They always end up canceling your yeah. pre-order anyway if you if you do it too far in advance. Yeah, nothing. Nintendo hasn't said anything. Yacht Club Games hasn't said anything. Um, he's just kind of out there waiting. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, I've, I've got plenty to spend my money on as it is. Yeah. Uh, real quick, because we didn't do it last week, uh, why don't you just give a real quick update on what you've gotten recently uh i mean i got the retro three pack and i think that was it from the last weeks because that was kind of once i got my alamar who i canceled and then just reordered on amazon which worked out um i managed to get all of the last wave right away with bowser jr and the 8-bit mario and then the retro pack just showed up on my door so i am all caught up i have every smash amiibo the classic Mario. The only things I don't have, and I don't really need them, Luigi and Peach from the Mario Wave and the Modern Amiibo and the Splatoon Amiibo are the only ones that I right. have that I'm not, like, rushing out the door to get. Yeah, I'm missing the Modern Mario, and I'm still missing Bowser Jr. because I haven't caught Toys R Us on our good, good day yet. But yeah. besides that, well, and as the aforementioned Robin and Lucina, but besides that, I'm all caught up. Yeah, so it definitely... It was a long road. It was a long, almost year. It's yeah. not quite over yet, but we're sort of in the last stretch of this Super Smash Brothers wave. Um, 
and they're and it's finally looked like they've got their shit together. Yeah, which is, I mean, it was a big wave to test out on, but that's sometimes how it's a it's a company trying a new product yeah. with. With, with frankly, frankly something they've never done before yeah nothing they've never done before they don't know what the sales are going to be the system it's tied to is selling terribly um and so i i kind of get it when the yeah. stock and some of these characters are very obscure like not a lot of people in the states know or care who marth and ike and lucina and robin mm-hmm. are and a lot of people sonic's not a popular character anymore and little mac hasn't been seen since Punch Out or that one weird Japanese only game where he's fat for some reason that I can't remember what it is. But there, yeah, there's a Fat Mac from some like spin-off title. So you're not thinking of it's always sunny? No, there although, yes. But like I mean, frankly, even some of the Pokemon, like Charizard and Jigglypuff don't have the recognizability that they had when we were coming up with Pokemon. Yeah. Um so I it, it you know, it happens, but now they're kind of getting it and seeing it that these are definitely things that most people who are most people who are buying Smash are buying at least two, and most people who are buying at least two are ending up buying more than one, and mm-hmm. a lot of people end up trying to get the whole wave. Right. Frankly, some of those people are just going to get everything that has the word amiibo on it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take a step back. Oh, I'm I'm bowing out after Smash. Yeah, I'm bowing out. I guess that means we're going to definitely have to replace this segment then. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll get some interviews going and yeah. some news. and Yeah. I mean, we'll see. There's a, We can always talk about the news of the stuff that's coming, too. I mean, it's something I won't stop following. I'm sure we'll see all the other... And let's be honest. This is pro- we're, all, we're both probably blowing smoke a little bit. We're probably still going to buy some of them. I'm sure, but there's only... I mean, there's so many. Like, there's... Well, you can skip the Animal Crossing wave. I'll definitely skip the Animal Crossing wave. I'm not going to get all of them, but I'm going to get some of them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with that, why don't we take a quick break, and we'll come back and get into some releases for the week. Yay. So stick around. You know what to do. Like, subscribe, share, comment, yell. I don't care. Just do do things on social media and share with uh, your friends. So we'll be right back. All right, everyone, welcome back to two-player split-screen. So uh, I thought we'd get into some new releases for the week. Uh, we don't do it often, but it's kind of a slower news week, so I figured we'd just uh, discuss some of the games that are releasing. Um, the highlight for me, at least, would have to be the Uncharted Collection, which oh, comes yes. out this Friday. Uh, at retail and digital, retails for 60 bucks and includes future access to Uncharted 4 Thief's End's multiplayer beta, which I'm stoked for. Oh, yeah. So I'm really pumped for this because my dirty little secret is I have only played Uncharted 2. What the fuck? Uh, well, yeah, I didn't have a PS3 at launch. Okay. And then around the time I actually ended up getting my PS3... I think Uncharted 2 had, like, just come out, 
And then I kind of just pushed forward. Like, it was one of those oh, things okay. where so much stuff was coming out that I never went back. And then Uncharted 3 came out when I moved to L.A., and I just never got around to it. Well, and your PS3 uh, broke around And my PS3 too, broke, right? yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm super pumped to get really into that. Um, oh, dude, I want to watch you play 1 and 3 now, because like, I've played all three of those games at least twice through like each. And, yeah. uh, oh, man, they're, they're all just so good. I one mean, is... One is definitely the weakest. I'll I'll just yeah. let you know that right now. It's it's the weakest when it comes to gun combat. It's the weakest when it comes to story. But right. it's still a really good game. It's a really good jumping off point for the series. I hear two is the like masterpiece. Two. Of it. Oh yeah, two is yeah. two is absolutely brilliant. Oh. It's definitely got it's got my favorite story of three. Uh, three definitely uh, the combat gets better, but two yeah. is just a brilliant game. Huh. Um, I do remember two being one of the games that was like, I think IGN gave it a 10 and it won like whatever game show it was that gives game awards was like uncharted two. It like the one that Jeff Keighley does. You mean maybe I just remember it like sweeping all the game of the year awards. And by the time I got to play it, I remember being like, all right, let's see if this lives up to the, and then like 20 minutes later, I was like, Oh my God, this game is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's really rare that a game comes along that at least at the time you can be like, oh, this is the pinnacle of graphics, storytelling, and the gameplay. Yeah. And it's all coming together cohesively. Actually, it's funny. I thought I thought you were right too, but it's actually uh, Uncharted 3 that got the 10 from oh. IGN. It got 10s from... Got tens from a lot of people. Got a nine from GameSpot. It's like a four and a half out of five on Metacritic. But Uncharted Two is not far behind that, and Uncharted Two is is my favorite. But I'm really excited for you to play one and three now. Yeah, but you got to play them in order. Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna play them in order because it's it's just fun experiencing it that way. Yeah, um, de- yeah, I'm definitely excited for that because then I'll. This is one of the very few times that they're doing like an HD collection, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, and I'm even in at 60 bucks. Like a lot of yeah. times those collections I'm like, "Oh, I'll wait 3 or 4 months and I I'll grab it on sale for 40 bucks." Yeah. But thanks to our Best Buy a Gamers it's Club true. Unlocked or whatever the hell it's actually called. You can tell we're not actually sponsored by them or else I'd know that. But uh we get the 20% off right off the bat, so that just makes it that just makes it better. Yeah. Seriously, side note, everyone who buys more than 5 games a year should be signed up for that. I mean, it's 30 bucks and it gets you 20% off every single game. We were just talking about Rock Band 4. Like, if you wanted to buy that whole band kit, you'd save 50 bucks right off the bat. Like, I don't know. It just seems like something everyone should have. Like, screw GameStop. And now, a word from our sponsor. No, I mean, Ladies I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for a great deal on games, look no further than the Gamer Unlocked Club at Best Buy. For See, you didn't even do low. it right. You didn't even do the joke right because you didn't even call it than what it actually is it's gamers club unlocked i there, literally there's not i'm not making an ad i'm just like I, i'm just thinking about it if you buy more than like three or four games a year that shit pays for itself oh un yes undeniably it's it's insane like it, i feel like it just went it's it's just gone under the radar for so long like you're the only person besides me i know who actually has it well for a while it was a pretty steep entry price oh like, it, for was a while, it was 150 bucks or 100 bucks because uh, I remember when I got it, they were like, if you buy a new game, it's only 30 that's And I was right. like, well, that's fair. Uh, and I missed my chance to do that when you did it. And uh, and then all of a sudden, it just 
became a flat $30 no matter what. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it, you should just sign up for it because you're throwing money down the drain if you're not. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, again, we're not being sponsored by this because that we would be in a lot better place if we were being sponsored by Best Buy. Trust me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, the Uncharted collection. It's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. Uh, you know, I love Uncharted multiplayer, so I'm stoked that we're going to get a shot at the Thief's End multiplayer beta uh, eventually. Like, I mean... I say eventually, but it can't be more than a couple months down the road no. because the game comes out in March. So Yeah, and if we're getting uh, the Star Wars Battlefront beta is coming soon, so I can't imagine that... Isn't it tomorrow? It's tomorrow, yes. I can't imagine that it's uh, too far behind yeah. that. No, for sure. Are you? Did you get into that beta? I did not, unfortunately. It's not an open beta, is it? I don't know. I really don't know that much information about it. Um... But yeah, I'm really stoked to play the Uncharted Collection. I'm really excited to... Uh, it's going to be fun to seeing how games from 2006, 9, and 12? Uh, 11. 11. Yeah. All hold up respectively to now. Yep. Um, especially going through... like that's, that's three years of gaming change in each iteration, which the PS3 went through a lot of like tweaks and like yeah. kind of figuring out the software so it's going to be fun going from what was kind of a launch title to sort of this one of the swan songs from it in like one box set mm -hmm. it'll be a fun kind of way to see how that generation evolved definitely and then we'll get uncharted 4 which will be perfect oh it's gonna be great and then nathan drake will die oh god don't even get me started something bad is going to happen yes yeah, it is Side note, the, battle, uh, the Star Wars Battlefront beta is an open beta. Oh, wonderful. Uh, so you so don't I even have to register for it. Get involved in that. Yep. Um, okay, let's move on to Rock Band 4. Rock Band 4 released today. Uh, the somewhat long-awaited return to the franchise, yeah. I would guess. I don't know how it much feels... people really were clamoring for it, but... Well, it seems like it's it's getting uh, it's getting a great reception right yeah, off the bat. It's getting a really good reception. It feels like a really mellow release. Uh, a little you, bit when you compare it to like. And granted, Rock Band was kind of when it came out, sort of got to ride off the coattails of Guitar Hero's popularity, and then also was like, oh, I don't it's a band. Any, I don't think there's any sort of about it. It definitely but, rode on the coattails. And maybe it's because I also worked in a GameStop at the time, but like th there was so much marketing for that. Dude, do you remember having and, to stock those in the middle of the store? Oh, I remember having to load up my little Chevy Aveo with like probably about 20 of those boxes, which mm -hmm. I couldn't see out of any windows or my rear view. My trunk was full. Um, oh, man, those things were just the worst. They were just, well, they were massive, too. It's just, it was so funny. It's like we couldn't even stock the extra ones in the back room. We literally had to yeah. stack them up in the middle of the store. I remember parents just being like, can you help me? get this to yep. my vehicle. Oh, yeah, I had plenty of grandmas be like, yeah, can you please carry this to my <laughs> car for me? Oh, man, but uh, but even, like, like Guitar Hero came, and it was pretty big, mm -hmm. yeah. and Guitar Hero 2 had, like, a huge marketing push and a huge launch, and they, like, coupled with, like, bands and commercials, and every it was everywhere, and then Rock Band was just this, like, massive movement that, oh, like, yeah. set the trend for what was probably the next... Four years of gaming was just this entity, whether it was Guitar Hero or Rock Band, and everyone had DLC for each one. Yeah, I mean, basically from like twenty set or twenty oh seven to like 
2011, it was kind of like this this huge thing and like so many different iterations like Guitar Hero. I can't. I always get them mixed up. Who had who? But it was like Rock Band, Green Day, uh, Rock Band, Green Guitar Day, Guitar Hero, Metallica. Yeah, Guitar Hero. Uh, One of them had did, the Who, I think. Did didn't that get canceled? Maybe. Oh. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it got crazy. Just, there were so many iterations that we kind of just like got a market like oversaturation, oh, yeah. basically. And the bubble, the just, Beatles, yeah. And the bubble that was Rock Band for sure. Yeah. And then the bubble just kind of burst, and it was like everybody was just sick of them. Everybody was sick of buying instruments over and over again, even though you didn't you didn't have to. have to. But but there was always a new one. There was always like a new fancy one, and then yeah, Rock Band three just petered out like yeah. it just showed up and was like now you can actually play guitar and everyone was like that's not what we're yeah, here to and do you can play the keyboard and it's like no yeah and just no. no one cared but that game was i think a lot of people overlooked it when a lot of people did their like um the best parts of last generation yeah. like there was this time where it was really an interesting time of gaming where like the Wii existed and Rock Band existed and Guitar Hero existed. And they were sort of these three pillars that whether or not you were like a mobile iPhone gamer, a really casual gamer, an arcade gamer, a hardcore gamer, or a competitive gamer, you or somebody you knew had all of that in their living room. And it was the like place to be. Like Friday oh, nights yeah. you would get together and hang out. There were, everybody had stories of like, well, then we all got, it brought families together of like, we can do Fall Out Boy, but we can also do like CCR and we can do this yep. song and this song and this song. And it was just this huge monument. And I feel like it's a weird time actually for Activision now that I'm thinking about it, because they also just sort of quietly released Tony Hawk. And then today it almost felt quiet to me. Like Rock Band 4 showed up and they were like, we're doing this. And I was like, cool, I'm totally on board. Let me know. And then today they were like, so it's out now get after it. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, I, okay. I think at this point, they know they don't have to spend a ton on marketing because everybody knows what they're getting with that series. I mean, yeah. I read like four, three or four different reviews and they all had the same, like almost the same sentence, which was basically like, this is just vintage rock band. Like it's essentially the same game with a few new mechanics, new instruments, nicer looking visuals. Yeah. And admittedly a weaker on disc soundtrack is what yeah. everybody said like it's only 65 new songs on disc there's no big highlights like no big a-listers like red hot chili peppers there's no nirvana there's no metallica a lot of fan favorites are missing uh, and even like it, uh, i was reading ign's review from ryan mccaffrey and even he was like even the big bands that have been featured in rock band before now it's like they're getting into their deeper cuts that aren't the major hits yeah. because the major hits have already been on a rock band before. Like the, he was talking about a Foo Fighters song from their newest album that like is not technically really a hit at all. And like yeah. just uh, and oh, and even like a way more like a much more obscure Rush song than like YYZ or anything else that yeah. was that was on previous rock bands. So I mean, clearly it's it's. Saving Grace is the backwards compatibility with all your songs. Yeah, and the, and it and the, it's an exciting thing, but it, it just feels really like a flat release. Yeah. yeah, like it it, it it feels very like there hasn't really been, and maybe I'm not as tuned in to like advertising and marketing as I was when I, I like mean, had cable. Yeah, or I like, mean the major highlight advertisement that I saw was like 
for the past couple weeks, they've been playing an advertisement basically during every Hulu commercial break. Mm. So I did see it a lot on there, but no, you're right. I didn't see a ton of like, I didn't see a ton of like bus bench ads or no. bus ads or really anything. And like this is that. really the time to start kind of pushing the holiday games, mm-hmm. um, or at least kind of getting that space ready. So it's it's inter- it's interesting that we actually not seen a lot of anything like even like metal gear 5 and granted that we had a whole konami thing but like the biggest marketed game i've seen is mario maker which is fine oh i i'm i respectfully disagree i mean like destiny destiny is more mar- yeah has been more marketed than super mario but maker that's been like a, that was a year ago like i'm talking well, no, about I mean, like, i'm talking about taking king oh yes that like, has taking been king has been really marketed yeah. a lot like on uh uh regular television ads on yeah. new media, social media, all throughout website banners and stuff like that. Yeah. That game that That's game is true. everywhere this year. I would say even more than it was last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm so excited for Rock Band. I'll pick it up down the road. I don't feel like I need it today. But I, it's gonna be one of those things where like maybe I'll maybe there'll be a like Black Friday deal where you can save like thirty of it right off the bat yeah. and then couple that with our Best Buy discount. Maybe we'll be able to like snatch it for like eighty bucks less, which yeah. would be huge, and then that'd be worth getting. Or maybe we'll just put it on our company expenses and just split it. Yeah, so just donate on our PayPal button to modernnostalgiaproductions.com. God, what a segue. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah, just do that and then we can buy Rock Band 4. Yes. And, and we'll, then we'll talk about it on the show incessantly. Everyone wins. Exactly. Alright, so the last major release for this week would have to be something that I'm pretty excited about. I don't know if you really are or not, but uh, Metal Gear Online launched today. Yeah, um... Did you play the Metal Gear Online for MGS4? A little bit. Okay. I didn't get too into it. I got pretty into it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I'm i always hit or miss on competitive multiplayer shooters because I kind of suck at them, and I don't like being called the N-word by 10-year-olds. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Metal Gear Online has always been... It, at least for uh, MGS4, it was one that I, I really got into for a while, and I really enjoyed... After they got their initial server issues figured out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Metal Gear Online for MGS5 launched today. Uh, to pretty positive thoughts, with the exception of this whole microtransaction business. Were you hearing about this? Yeah, which I'm always... Like, so, there, there's definitely a market, like, for micro... Like, people seem to do it, and there seems to be a whole bunch of people who don't mind doing it, but I think it's just awful. I hate microtransactions when... It comes to something like this. So here's the thing that's getting everybody up in arms, which is a microtransaction. Basically, you use real money to buy these things called mother base coins, which is just their their fake way of saying you're spending a lot of real money. Right. Uh, and a lot of the microtransactions are, you know, they're whatever. They're, they're kind of things like you'd find in ios tap to play games like simpsons tapped out or the family guy game where it's like uh like if you're building something on your forward operating base and you don't want it to take a real hour you can pay some other base coins and speed it up to where it's done instantly and yeah you know that's that's whatever like if you really want to do that that's totally your prerogative doesn't really break the game it doesn't make the experience that much different but 
when it comes to something like forward operating, operating base insurance, which is essentially, it's essentially renters. It's essentially like house insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's renters insurance. For your video game forward operating base. Oh, Basically, finally. it insures you that you'll be reimbursed for any losses that come from your forward operating base being attacked when you're not around to defend it. <laughs> so like, let's say you or I goes on vacation for like three or four days and we're not going to be, we don't have our Vita for remote right. play because we don't have Vitas or we don't like, we're just not going to be near our console. Other players can attack our base anytime they really want to. But if you buy this forward operating base insurance, it ensures that you'll get everything back. You'll get all your GMP back. You'll get, any weapons or research back with the exception of nuclear weapons, which I didn't even know was a thing because I'm not that far in Metal Gear 5 yet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, with the exception of a handful of things, this insurance will literally act like home or renter's insurance and reimburse you for everything that you lost during the attack. That's... And it goes away after a while. Like, you have to keep doing it <laughs> if you want to keep using it. But essentially it does sort of provide an unfair advantage to players who are willing to spend a bunch of extra money. And yeah, it's also just pointless to me. Like it's the, <coughs> what's the, I mean, it just feels like such a cheap way to get more money from people. Yeah. Well, it feels to me like it's basically going. So here's our online area. Anybody at any time can come and do whatever they want, yada, yada, yada. It's basically a giant MMO. Yeah. You're not always online. Are you afraid of losing, like, your digital assets? Which I can't imagine too many people... Like, this would be kind of like if, like, Animal Crossing a home decorator was like, well, if somebody comes in and takes your stuff, if you give us 20 bucks, we'll just give you back your stuff. Like, it's not that hard to go get your stuff. It's yeah. a digital game. It can't be that complicated to go get another AK-47 in Metal Gear Online. And that's one, like, of the, one of the videos I was watching was basically like, look, the average amount you're going to lose from, from your forward operating base being attacked, you can get back within two side ops missions. Not like regular missions, like side ops missions, which usually take four or five minutes each to do. So 10 or 15 minutes of your time and you'll yeah. have it back and you won't have had to waste real money. Now, here's what would have been awesome to me. So the way I'm picturing this is that I go, if you're away and I go into your base, I can do whatever I want. But if you spend five bucks for your insurance, what if instead of it being like, here's all your stuff back. If I went into your base, they were like, yo, this guy paid us five bucks. So there's like a boatload of turrets that are going to kill you or a few guards. But if you can get past those turrets and those guards, you can do whatever you want. But there's okay. a ton of stuff here that'll kill. Make it like a portal but level. Still, like if I could have GLaDOS come down and be like, oh, you've come into my master's abode. Here are turrets. But that still provides in sort of like a game-breaking advantage to someone who's willing to spend the, spend the extra money. Though, it does, but I feel like if I walked in, this is just me, if I walked into you a would base that was empty, challenge. if there were turrets yeah. there, I'd be like, ha yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I, I know you well enough to, to know that, so... Like, I don't know. That whole yeah, thing... Yeah, it's just... Uh, I just don't like microtransactions. They're you know, dumb. Uh, Destiny, or Bungie just announced that Destiny is getting some new microtransactions too, but Yay. They're, it's basically just completely optional stuff. None of it is going to affect how you right. play the game. It's just... 
There's emotes, new shaders, probably some new vehicles and some other stuff like that. You can do it or you can't or not. And they're even going to give you enough of their uh, new currency that it's sort of like the mother base coins. They're even going to give you enough for free for you to like yeah. buy an emote or two if you want. So right. it just gives you gives you a little taste of it without you having to buy in uh, yeah. no pun intended uh, whatsoever. That's the kind of way you that I like microtransactions because they said coupled with that now they're just going to keep releasing missions and quests for free. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to have a big new paid $20 expansion yeah. like we got twice last year and then a $40 expansion uh just this last right. month. So they're they're using they're using these microtransactions to free up this uh free up this other content so you don't have yeah. to pay for it, which is a fantastic way of doing it. Metal Gear Online just feels like their Konami's just doing it just to make extra to make money, money for not a really big reason whatsoever at all. So yeah. That's uh, Metal Gear Online. Uh, I will definitely be hopping on. Are you going to hop on? Uh, I'll give it a try. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, we should get on that. So uh, we're going to take another quick break. You know the drill. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. And then we'll come back and talk a little about this Pokemon Go oh, craziness that's going man. down. So stick around, and we'll be right back. two-player split screen for our last segment we're gonna finally address uh, something that we've been needing to address for a couple weeks now which is pokemon go oh man i'm just gonna let i'm just gonna let you go on oh right so i think it was two weeks ago now on my our pokin episode where i was like pokin is not the pokemon game that i'm asking for or that i want pokemon go is the complete opposite of that it is the pokemon game that i had no idea that i wanted and that we deserve at this point so there, if you don't already know, they're basically taking the real world and making it a Pokemon region. Uh, it's an augmented reality game. Yep. Uh, through your phone, it's basically an app, and it'll show you when you're in proximity of a Pokemon, where it is, kind of lead you to it, and then you'll get to see it, battle, capture, trade, every function that's been around in a Pokemon game, including what looks like from the trailer, every now and then there will be like events, almost flash mob-esque mm -hmm. events, where in the trailer they show defeat Mewtwo, give you a time limit, and then everybody collaborates and just tries to bring down this monster. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's, it's using similar, uh, a similar platform as Ingress, which was a game developed by Niantic Labs, who is co-developing Pokemon Go, and it was sort of like the basis for this mobile-based augmented reality like set in the real world type of like almost like a social type of game yeah. which which pokemon go is clearly taking aspects from that yeah and i oh it's gonna be great i can't remember how many times as a kid i would just walk around and pretend like there's a Pokemon there. Or, like, have your fake Pokedex toy that would oh, open yeah. up. I did that all the time. And this is, like... I know they're selling that watch that'll come with Pokemon it. Pokemon Go Plus? Yes. Yep. 
But what I really, really want is for them to just make an iPhone case for me that's a Pokedex that I can now flip Dude, open. I bet they will. <laughs> they almost need to. I bet they will. Oh, man. I hope that there's so many things that I want to see from this. I want to see, like, gym leaders get established and there'd be, like, people you need to, like, meet and battle to earn things. Actually, I, want... I just pulled up an article that just came out, like, an hour ago. It says, Pokemon Go is speculated to have a real-world tournament after its official release date. Of course. Along with the Pokemon Go Plus and other physical accessories. Boom. You're yes! You're getting your Pokedex. I'm getting my Pokedex. You're getting your Pokedex iPhone case, oh, baby. I know that. Finally. I know that, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember the last time I was this excited about a phone app. And if this is... And it looks really like from the trailer that they're really marketing it towards, like, us who grew up with red and blue. Because that entire trailer was, like, classic 150 Pokemon. Yep. Um, which is awesome that like that's the people they're kind of thinking about when they're building this machine um i am kind of curious what is this going to do to my phone battery and my data plan oh it's going to ruin it yeah that's uh i also kind of don't care i don't care because it's pokemon in the real world this is also one of those really cool things that um nintendo was flirting a lot with that like what do they call it? The like life accessories or like quality of life products. Right, like the vitality right. sensor in that garbage. And I feel like this is one of those things that you can even spend to just be like, go hiking, go find Pokemon, go outside. Like it sort of promotes that. Well, like, what, I actually had written that down as a note. I was like, it, it's clearly encouraging exploration and exercise for kids and adults alike. Yeah. And this is something that like families can do together. Like yeah. a father and son or a mother and daughter could go out and enjoy a Sunday and just go explore and look for, look for, a, look for Bulbasaur's or Squirtle's like <sighs> around your neighborhood coffee shop or something. Like. It's just so cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to lose our girlfriends doing this. Oh you know no, that, they will right? be finding Pokemon with us. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe they'll yours. lose us. I was going to say maybe <laughs> yours. Mine will just roll her eyes. And, oh. and not be interested at all. Oh, man. I'm so pumped. It's going to be a distraction sometimes. I can already see being at, like, social gatherings and, like, my Pokemon Plus going off and being like, everyone quiet. Hold on. I think there's a rare Pokemon afoot. <laughs> and it just suddenly becomes a, like, crocodile hunter, like... You must approach the Snorlax with caution. I just want to be at the. It. I just want to be at the beach and pull up my phone, and it's like a wild Gyarados has appeared. <laughs> like, just I need it. Run into the water yeah. with your phone. <laughs> no, it'll get damaged. No, I'll have a waterproof case for just such occasions. I'm sure friend. the Pokedex will be waterproof. That would be cool. I'm really curious um, how they're going to handle legendaries with this. If there's only going to be like. A few, or if it'll be like an event, and you have to be at a certain place Probably at a certain event, time. Yeah. I also really hope, like we were talking about it promoting like exercise and going outside, but I also really hope that it kind of promotes being like social in mm -hmm. a way that like we kind of live in well, this there will age. There be gatherings and like meetups. And meetups. There are like Ingress meets meetups and like all kinds yeah. of stuff like with that augmented reality game. So that they'll definitely do. They'll promote the hell yeah. out of that with Pokemon Go for sure. Because I know, like, I mean. We live kind of in this era now of, like, social media, and everyone's kind of like... But it's really anti-social media. Exactly, and instead of getting together on the couch, you get together to, like, play online with people. Um, and I feel like this is going to kind of be the, like, counter to that of, like, get outside, go meet people. If you want to get your badge, you got to you got to go meet the guy, talk to him, 
get your badge and be on your way. Like, there's no shortcut. It's going to definitely promote, like, people like us getting together and, yeah. like, having meetings for that. I think it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be awesome, dude. Um, um, we're going to have to travel the world. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's great that we know it's going to be, like, it's going to have its, like, authenticity to it because Masuda, the, the game director for the Pokemon series, is working on it. Yeah, uh, co- like working on it with the Pokemon Company and with uh, uh, Niantic Labs. So, and I know it's not the official like Nintendo going mobile game. Like this isn't their first foray into that of that whole like uh, NDA and all that stuff. But if this DNA, is the, you mean? DNA NDA, <laughs> not non-disclosure. I've been I've been working no. too much at my other yeah. job. Um, DNA. I wonder if. Is it going to be more stuff like this that we get? Like, if these are kind of the ideas that they're like, what can we do with Pokemon? Make it global. Like, what else can they kind of be, like, flirting with that isn't just going to be, like, an endless runner Mario game or... Well, if this is the direction that they're going, it's clearly a good sign because, you know, people were nervous, including myself, even though, like, I kind of knew it it wouldn't happen. It's like, I don't want, like, a... I don't want a full-scale Mario game on my iPhone. Like right. that's not what I'm interested in. So if they're if they're leaning toward this direction of more like what can social we do with experiences or like different things they can do with the technology that they can't do on a console or a or a not data connected handheld, then I, it's 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 a good sign. Yeah, for, for sure, no question. And I mean, so there isn't like that much more information on Pokemon Go outside of just speculating and being excited about it. I am sort of curious if it's going to be able to connect to any other Pokemon games, because I know that's another big thing Nintendo wants to push. Like, if there's any way to, like... Like, interconnectivity? Interconnectivity, mm. or if, like, you have your DS I, and your lineup for that, you can use your lineup from your DS game into your Pokemon Go world, or vice versa. I hadn't thought about that, really. I I mean, it, I think it all it all boils down to what the NX is actually going to be. Yeah. Because, you know, this isn't releasing until 2016, right? Yeah, I I think I read that. Yeah, it's not releasing till 2016. We're gonna learn more about the NX in 2016. So you got to think that if there's any kind of interconnectivity, it's gonna be more focused on what comes next, not right. what What's came before, before it, yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Pokemon. Oh no, 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 yeah. Alpha and Omega, or Space and Land, mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck they call it. Um, yeah, I mean, if it even connected to stuff like Pokemon, like you had more deals. Like there's just so their possibilities with it are endless, and what they can do with it are endless and there's so many pokemon too that it's never gonna stop like they could even just roll out the beta and be like red and blue okay good here's gold and silver yeah here's this and this that's i think they how they should do it because it's like how many uh, how big is the pokedex now like 700 700 plus it would be kind of overwhelming to just just roll them all (laughs) out everybody just like trickle them out as as we go so like we don't get overloaded with that right and i'm sure they'll do it right like i'm sure you'll get like a starter Pokemon and then you'll go here and you'll yeah. go there. I wonder if they will fracture the types to like, if you want water types, you have to go near water. And if you want, like, I think that would be a cool way to do it. It would be really fun. I mean, it would just, it would feel like the actual game. Like you couldn't get a, you couldn't get a Magikarp or a Gyarados or anything like right. that. If you weren't fishing or near water. So it just <sighs> make kind of, it just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The only other information we really know is like the basics about the, pokemon go plus which is the little watch thing uh it's going to connect to your smartphone via bluetooth uh and even when 
you don't have your phone pulled out or the screen turned on, it'll notify you. I think it says it's going to either vibrate or or uh, like blink blink. A, blink a light. It'll show you when Pokemon are nearby. And then the button on the top of the watch, it'll, it'll let you catch them, catch the ones yeah. that you're near. So that's <clears> fucking <throat> sweet. Um, sounds like it's it's an optional uh, accessory. It's definitely optional, which is good, because that's probably where most of the cost is going to be. Oh, um, yeah. I could I could see that being like a $50 accessory. I'm sure that's exactly what it'll be. So, man. I'm going to buy it, though. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 100%. And that's then, happening. And, <laughs> then, and then my girlfriend will not hold my hand because she'll see that watch on Your me. hands will be busy with Pokemon. <laughs> that sounds really wrong, but mm. okay. Oh, God. <laughs> well, unless you have any other creepy thoughts, I think uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for now. We'll definitely be revisiting this topic a million times oh, until yeah. until the release but for now this is kind of all we know uh and i know you and i are both super yeah. excited for it as are millions and millions of others oh man uh yeah but with that being said that's gonna wrap it up for another episode of two player split screen i yeah i've said it before you know the drill uh like us on facebook follow us on twitter at Two split screen is the at handle. You can also just search two player split screen. Okay. And then you can follow Blake at his personal Twitter. Quakeboarder55. Then I'm at the tie game. And check out our website, modernstyleproductions.com. With our uh, new fancy PayPal button. Yeah. Keep all the gears spinning. Yes, sir. And then uh, I just put up a post today ranking my uh, Tony Hawk, my favorite Tony Hawk games from least favorite to most favorite. Excluding Tony Hawk 5 because I neither played it nor care to because apparently it's a hot pile of street trash. So, for Blake Schultz. Later, guys. I'm Tyler Berry. See y'all next week.